it's science that if you have a little bit of white claw before you start talking, it helps. I've actually read that paper as well, so it works. <laughs> What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of Toronto sports? I'm joined via Skype with my homeboy, Ball Walker. What's up, baby? What is up, El Jefe? It's been a bit. Yo, we're going to do this. I'm super excited. Let's go. The good, the bad, and Toronto, where we get deep, balls deep, about the Leafs, about Toronto sports. I shouldn't say the Leafs. We will get deep. Well, mainly, mainly Leafs. This is a hockey town after all. Yeah. I'm so always excited to do these episodes with you. This is what, the third or fourth of Good Bad Toronto? And, I mean, I wish we were more positive overall, but let's save that for the pod. Little uh, teaser. (laughs) Typical Toronto. (laughs) <laughs> I totally think that's fair. And uh, yeah, well, definitely Leaf Edition soon and maybe even a hockey town. We got to get it going because, you know, it seems like our sports audience is growing. Before we were dick jokes and pussy jokes, and now we're we're all sports talk. So I'm on board for it because I love it. Yeah, we're we're growing up in the sports world. So I'm all up, We're growing up fun. in the podcast life, you know? <laughs> maybe some tight end jokes from two of our co-hosts, uh, but yeah. otherwise pretty mature. They are very into tight ends. They love that shit. Love it. <laughs> Should we tell uh, them? Or? <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is a coming of age podcast, you know? Yeah. yeah. All right, Ba, let's get into it. No time wasted. I don't want to waste a people's special COVID lockdown time. Let's start with the good in Toronto sports. What you got? Uh, you just said the word COVID. So my good is hockey's back. Hockey is back we are so close to the toronto maple leafs stepping on the ice my birthday in november has passed christmas i should be balls deep into leaf hockey right now it should just be encompassing my whole world and it's not so i am excited yes for the Leafs to come back that is a good right away let's start it off i gotta agree with you i i am excited to see the 2021 toronto maple leafs i love i pretty much i'm pretty sure i love all of the additions to the team. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. Um, we want to get into some signings. We want to get into like, I want to talk about the North division as well. I think that's a big plus. I think it's cool. Yeah. I think it's really, really cool. Yeah. So, uh, okay. You know what? Let's start with, we'll focus on the Leafs and we'll do signings and all of that. So main positive, no overspending on the Dermot contract or any other re-signings. That's a plus. You never know with Leaf management. Seems fair money. Yeah. Now I, I'll start. Okay, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Please start. Please start. No, I'm I'm moving on to the free agent signing. So if you got something to say, feel free. No, let, let's get to, let's go free agents and let's go guys like the the dearly departed. Okay, so I'm gonna start it off with one of the big earlier signings. We grabbed Mr. Wayne Simmons, free agent. We are adding some grit, some veteran leadership, some grit. What do you think about this one? I love it. Uh, anytime they sign uh, a kid who's a who was a Leaf fan, my heart warm glows. You know, like I'm on board for that. Um, also, yeah. this is a guy that what was it? Cup two, three seasons ago, we were begging for them to spend the money on him. Uh, fine, a couple seasons removed. Yeah, that, that that's a thing. I get it, but I think he comes with something to prove. I think he wants to be on that. On you know, he wants to be that one of those guys to hoist the cup for Toronto. And, uh, and that's what I want. That, I want the heart. You know, I'm, you know, probably like you too. Like I was a huge Dougie fan, all heart. I love those big heart guys. So Wayne Simmons, I think is going to be one of those big characters. I mean, the sweetheart deal, you know, hometown discount deal. Let's do this, baby. I'm in. Yeah. One year. I couldn't agree more. It's like Jason Spezza. We all fell in love with Spezzi last year, veteran leadership. I think what Simmons brings and the other signings we're going to talk about, because the main thing we talk about with this young core, I I don't know where their head's at sometimes at the end of games or under pressure. So we need that veteran locker room. Get your shit together, boys. And I believe Wayne Simmons brings that in spades. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, We we can kind of like it segues perfectly into the other signings. But you look at a guy like Big Joe, like you don't think a guy like Austin Matthews, who's Four, four or five years into his career, five, this will be his fifth season into his career. He's going to look across at a guy like Joe Thornton, a guy who's played what like twenty seasons in the league, uh, was like was like drafted the same year Matthews was born. Like uh, he's not going to look across the locker room and see a guy like that 
and be like, wow, this guy has been chasing this cup for this long. He's been close, but he's been chasing the cup for this long. Like, let's A, let's get him one, and B, I don't want to be in his scenario. I don't want to be p- playing for the Arizona uh, Arizona Coyotes when I'm 45 years old hoping to chase a cup down, you know? He's on a contending team. He's got – I mean, not that San Jose wasn't a good team. Like, they, they had their run, but – They had a crazy run. Yeah. You know, they, they, they were always in the playoffs. They were always in the Western Conference Finals. They were doing the shit in the West – and the, but he had a ten year span of like really a really good San Jose team. So, oh, it, they just happened to run into that L.A. Anaheim Brian Burke era at the same time because San Jose. I think I saw a stat for they had the most playoff wins in the two thousands as a team with no Stanley Cup win. Like that is brutal yeah, for San Jose fans. Brutal. They had such a, a large window. So yeah, everybody in that dressing room. Imagine you're the gu- you're the team that gets Jumbo Joe his Stanley cup. Everybody wants to be part of that. And not only that, you're going to see a guy who's close to 40. If he's not 40 already when yeah, that 42. guy, yeah, four, yeah. 42. When he gives it all in the third period, you better believe that 22, 23 year olds should step up and see that and go, okay, yeah. time to dig down. Oh, you know, and, and Joe's, you know, we all know the jumbo Joe is nickname. We all know he's a big guy, Excuse me. but if something crazy happens to him, you don't think that's going to spark the guys. I love I love the Joe Thornton signing. I I thought you know Spezza Simmons Thornton like that that definitely brings the the general age up, so that throws me for a little bit of a loop. But at the end of the day, it's a guy with the veteran leadership. It's a guy that wants it. like he's still hungry. Still so he was playing in, in with the Swiss League like yep. right before he signed. You know like and he had like ten goals in ten games or something. Yeah, like, look this guy has something to prove. You know, yeah. and, and the other thing too is like the hockey world. Not that they forgot about him, but playing on the West Coast, you don't get the shine like you. Like if he stayed in Boston all those years and got rings with Boston, you don't think we'd be talking like fine. He's probably a first ballot Hall of Famer, anyways. But let's put that in sentence right now. Like if he gets that cup in Toronto, let's put that put that in there too. Oh, a hundred percent. If Joe gets a cup, automatic ballot. Um, yeah, I, I any Leaf fan. If you're if you just watch Leaf games and you don't watch West Coast hockey, you don't stay up late at night. That's cool. But if you've never seen Joe play, I think what a lot of people don't expect is the pest that Joe mm-hmm. Thornton is yeah. in the corners. That little slashes guys on the back of the ankles, rubs their face, whispers something in their ear to piss them off, just to throw the team off their game. And Montreal got a lot tougher, even though I still think they're shit. And Ottawa even got tougher. So these guys are needed. Yeah. So I cannot. And speaking of age, less minutes, but Zach Bogosian's another one you're talking about brings the age of the team up. He just won a cup. He's hungry again. I don't think he's going to get a lot of minutes, but maybe he fights. But yeah, age is going yeah. up on this team. How, yeah. how do you, okay, like they also they also resigned Martin Marin, Martin Marinskin for like the fifth time in a row. They, I mean, they obviously have a hard on for this guy, but the question is, let's say worst case scenario happens. Game time decision, put Bogosian in or you put Marinston in. Like, I'm going to take Bogosian for sure because experience, the size, I mean, they both have the size, but I mean, he's, you can trust him. You can trust him more than maybe Marinston. You know what? Marinston's just a company man. He's a guy who knows his place in the NHL. He's willing to sign two way contracts year after year after year. Year. And you know that, yes, we all chirp him and we all can't stand Marinson sometimes. He is serviceable in the worst pinch. He can do okay. He's going to make mistakes, but it's not totally bad where we're wondering why there's a East Coast guy playing. So they're going to just keep signing Marinson as long as he wants two ways because it's so easy to send him down, yeah. call him back, send him down. So that's, but yeah, Bogosian, 100%, I'd rather take him than Marinson. But you also with Marinson, like you, like even though we, we see all the fuck ups. They love like for some reason he's like a stat darling like he's he's a um, a coursey guy so it doesn't make any sense to me but I get, I get it why you'd sign him on a cheap deal because you can flip him or whatever but nobody's nobody's calling the leaseman like what what do you want for double M like you got anything for him like what what do you want we got a bag of pucks you want some Gatorade bottles like what, like a seventh you know like, no one's calling some, for him yeah. so if you're gonna take him and, and you know what he is and you're gonna pay him seven hundred fifty k. Let's do it. I'm okay with that too. But 
Gagosian signing, I like. I'm kind of surprised by it, to be honest. I definitely didn't see him leaving Tampa unless you know they asked him to leave. Um, but he obviously saw something in Toronto, and maybe they were. The, I mean, he couldn't have been the only guy, the only team offering him money, but they obviously signed him for a reason, and he obviously came to Toronto for a reason. And I'm on board for that, so that's a good for me. Yeah, are you not surprised that Kyle Dubas has completely changed his tune from the last couple of years with these signings in this offseason? What else? What else? I mean, he he dug himself a big contract hole. Now, like I, I hate I hate the argument of like he's paying these guys too much. All those guys that he signed would have got as much or more money elsewhere. It's not a it's not a boohoo Toronto. It, it's you can't win. These, yeah, like I I I don't I, I don't think the Nylander contract is looking great right now. The Marner contract is almost looking great right now. The Matthews Matthews is going to get that money. He's going to get that money anywhere. Yeah, he's going to get thirteen and a half anywhere. John Tavares took less money, so all those big contracts don't phase me because. Someone else is going to give them that money, and I'd rather give them that money and keep them than send them on their way. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, they're not the greatest contracts, but like I said, you can't win because guess what? If we, yes, Marner should have taken a discount. I always am going to believe that he actually took this team to the ringers. That's bullshit. But if he left, if Marner left, if Matthews, if Nylander, and they're playing on Vancouver with Quinn and they're sick. Lee fans, I can't believe you didn't pay him, man. Yeah. Look at the player he turned out to be. We should have kept him. You should have paid him. He, he was hometown. So you can't fucking win with this fan base, and I'm a part of it. I get it. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I'm of the uh, – like, listen, like we saw Jason Blake get, like, a five-year oh. deal at, like, five a, year, a season in, like, early 2000. For one good year where he put up, what, 40 goals 40, or something? Yeah. yeah. I, and, you know, fine, Jason Blake – was the beginning of the turnaround in the early 2000s for the Leafs. And like they were able to get rid of that contract, so they didn't pay the full contract. Besides all of that, like, we saw deals like that, that are like horrible deals. I don't think the Leafs have any horrible deals. Like I don't think the Nylander deal is bad. I think the Nylander deal, especially, we'll see what happens this season, but I think it's going to be a good deal overall. And all those other deals, they're going to get, like Morgan Riley. 23rd best defenseman in the league is making like five and a half this season. TJ Brody, the second top defenseman in this year's free agent class, is getting five million. Muzzin's getting five and a half. Like that's that's a pretty good rate for first or second line defenseman. So I don't feel bad about that. No, guess what? And if you build this team and we end up winning, then it doesn't matter. Then oh, these contracts, exactly. Like all, all these LA fans, yeah, and all these people complaining about where their team is situated now. And it's like, I would trade off five year rebuild if, if we get one cup during this run. 100%. I'm t- telling you right now, if they win the cup this year and after the cup, Matthew says, yeah, thanks. Actually, I want fucking out. Peace. I'd be like, all right, man, you got me the cup. Fuck off. I don't care. But. Now, okay, now, this is a transition, <laughs> yeah, and maybe we should put a needle in, uh, like a little pin in it for now. But okay. isn't that what what happened with Kawhi and the Raps? Like you weren't bitter about that, because I was. Uh, different in a way where if Austin, we you know he was playing for the Anaheim Ducks, and he got into an argument, and then the Leafs traded a bunch, and we ended up trading Willie Nylander for Austin Matthews. We got a cup one year. And then he left. That would kind of be the same. And yeah, I'd be pissed off. It's different. But look, man, as a Leaf fan, I just want a cup. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I get that. I get that too. And, and I mean, that's where Raps fans are now. Okay, before because yeah. uh, I want to move that in that direction. But um, I like the I like the addition of Hutchinson. Hutchinson, even though like whatever, this guy is like battle tested, and you and you know yep. what you're getting with him. And he may or may not be one of those guys that. They're just holding on to for like the the expansion draft. Expansion yeah. draft, yeah. Well, if that's I think case, that's what or it is. Aaron Dell, Aaron Dell, Aaron Dell, I think is even like a, a better signing than Hutchinson because I feel like Aaron Dell has more to prove. Hutch has had runs in like eight different teams, so I'm not too worried about that. But I I, I like those deals too. I I think they had one of the more productive. Oh, and I mean T.J. Brody, like the thing that like. The missing piece of this puzzle, TJ Brody, we, we can't just skim past that. Inc- incredible deal, incredible term. I'm on board for that deal. Oh, I am so excited to see TJ Brody and Morgan Riley together. Yeah. 
TJ Brody has such a good first pass out of the zone. Honestly, people do not need like they don't know that yet. And they're going to. Yes, he makes some mistakes because he's an offensive defenseman. The problem is they're like glaring issues when when he'll make a mistake, it might lead to a goal. And that's the part that frustrates people. But Morgan Riley and TJ Brody, those two skating out of the zone, if we are in any kind of just a sick mode, Matthews is gunning, we're going to be unstoppable. I am yeah. excited to see. I listen, I'm a, I'm amped up for the signing. It it was the one thing that we really like needed on that checklist was was kind of an A1 and A1 and one A1A and one B defenseman pairing. We got that. The Muzzin Riley thing didn't work out. Muzzin drops the second line. I'm on board for this. I I am I enjoy a lot of what they did. The only thing I'm concerned about, and it might like trickle into like the ugly tier of, of what we're talking about, but the Nick Roberts Robertson uh, journey, if you want to call it that, I worry because he's going to be like a 750k player, or 800k player. If that's the case fine i get it you know but man like you saw in the playoffs you got one goal one assist fine whatever but he's really small like there's small players on this team like uh patan and 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 those guys but he's really he's smaller than those guys and yeah he's quick he's pesky and american but i don't know if it's i don't know if that's gonna be enough to hold this guy in on a top top roster I, I don't know if it's gonna be enough and i worry that it might stun him or put him in a bad spot or whatever i do worry that they might pigeonhole him we've seen that with players in the past uh not necessarily that connor brown was ever going to be a better player but <clears throat> that's kind of what ended up happening here with him and we had to move him out <clears throat> excuse me i definitely think that his being a rookie and the contract amount with the massive contracts we talked about before, he's going to find a spot on the team if he has any type of skill. That's why we brought in the veteran leadership. So I see a winger going on the way out from this team in the next year or two. I mean, don't you see that? So I think, so I see these young cheap guys kind of taking over a lot of spots on this team. The Penguins did it and won a cup. So if, if that's a formula I'm in, um, uh, the other thing I want to talk about was like, um, the Joey Anderson and the, uh, uh the, um, the, uh, fest, uh, shit, what's his name? Jimmy Vesty. Uh, yes. Thank you. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, when, so- when Bab, when Babcock was around, you know, he spoke the praise and I thought that was like pretty interesting that they weren't, uh, he signs in New York, has an okay little bit in New York. I'm curious if he finds his way to Austin Matthews, Babcock's quote was, he's the the best complimentary player for an Austin Matthews type. So, I mean, we all know that Babcock got thrown out on his behind, maybe maybe not deservedly so, but I don't think he was wrong. Like, a lot of this assessment, I think, was right. So, in this assessment, does Vesti become, like, this uh, hidden gem? Well, this is the year for him to prove that not only is his dad working for this organization, so he is in the best environment possible and with the Toronto Maple Leafs organization. But I do believe there's a chance what Babcock was saying could semi be true. I mean, here's the fact. We can't get out of the first round, whether it's a playoff or normal playoffs. So I'm open. None of these lineups are set in stone. I'd like to see JT and Marner together, but... I mean, let, let's see if Vessi performs. It's another, like I said, these small contracts, these guys that are going to prove themselves. I think we're going to see a lot of players over the years on this Leaf team who are going to have sick, sick years on cheap contracts, and they're going to get money elsewhere. And it's kind of going to be a little devastating. We're going to see just guys go in and out, but that's the way it is. People, Guys are going to kind of revamp their career here. He could I, be I one of it. Yeah. I love those re- reclamation projects that, that happen. I, I love it that the Jays are the Jays do it, and you know I've seen the Leafs trying to like giving these guys these like one last chance because yeah fine like uh, Wayne Simmons is probably going to sign another contract after this Toronto contract. It's probably going to have he's probably going to go somewhere, and he's probably going to make whatever like four four or five million bucks. But 
if we got this one golden ticket for one year, let's fucking do this. Like I'm in. I don't care anymore. We tried everything else. Let's do this. Let's make it happen. Let's get out of here and go. Because baby, excuse this cross shot for a second. Hold on. We need this. We need this, baby. We need this. Yeah. My whole whole rig is falling apart. (laughs) (laughs) You had to buy, you had to get the cup though. It's worth it. Yeah, for sure. Like the, the Leafs, Toronto, listen, we, we got our taste. We got our taste with the raps. The raps did us good, you know, after all those years. But, like, the boys, the boys, the buds, they need to get it done. We need this in Toronto. We need to hold it above our head, give it a kiss goodnight, make it happen. For me, that's all the good happening in Toronto sports right now. It would piss so many people off, man. <laughs> I love it. It would. Lo- all those so many fans. People. Boom! All those Saber Montreal. fans. Boom! Yeah. Montreal, one, two, boom! They all get the crotch chop. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we've got a bunch of contracts uh, ending soon too. Freddie, Mo. So this is the. I, oh man, I'm so excited for this season of Leaf hockey. This is why they're good because I just think this veteran leadership, this little bit of sandpaper we brought in, it's gonna make a world of and difference. Size. I hope. Yes. Size. Yes. Yeah. Don't expect, yeah, don't expect Joe and Wayne Simmons. Like, Wayne Simmons is not going to drop the mitt. It's not going to be a disappointment like Kyle Clifford, where they signed Kyle Clifford and everybody thought we, we got a fighter on the team and stuff. That's not it anymore. No. But so, Simmons is going to give you a big hit, though. Simmons won't drop, and well, not, he may drop the gloves, but he's going to give you a big hit. He's going to he's gonna rub guys out on the sides. He, he's going to do those things. That's, that not even, yeah. that's not even the stuff I care about. What I care about, finally is having guys stick up for teammates on this Leaf team. That's all I want. If that somebody hurts. hits Marner, yeah, exactly, or Matthews the wrong way, I want somebody foaming at the mouth to get them. That's what I want. That's what we got, so I'm happy. Okay, let, let's move on. You know what? Let's save this for a Leaf edition. I promise yeah. we'll do one before the season starts. We'll get back into it. <laughs> do you have anything else that's good in the world of, of Toronto sports? Wow, that shouldn't be a tough question. What I will say, and shout out to the new basketball pod I'm doing with uh, Melky, nothing but miss, yes. and we brought it up there there for the Raptors. The OG Ananobi cracked is a good for me, and after these other contracts signed, the Van Fleet contracts looking good too. So those are my goods for the Rap. Yeah, I think I think the Raps made some good sign. Um, Homegrown talent. They paid them. Now, now they need to perform. But I'm gonna save that for the, for our next category, the good. Okay. So or the bad in the bad. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, we'll continue Jesus. talking about the raps. Like, granted, okay. they, they paid their their young guys. I'm happy about that. You know, show well, them. One, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Hold on. One last good thing to resigning best coach in the NBA, Nick Nurse, to a contract. That's the one other positive I wanted to say for the Raps. Moving right. on. They still need to sign their executives, though. So that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I think I think Masai's on the way out. I hope, hope not, so? but I do. Well, but, let's talk about bad with the Raptors then, Anthony, okay. because one of the it. bad right. is Masai has not signed a contract yet. That is a big bad for the Raptors. Maybe he's checking the water. Maybe he's seeing what the season holds. I mean, it's kind of wacky that he hasn't, even though Bobby Webster has. So did, yeah. is, this, is this a handing of the torch? Like, is this what happens? I, I don't know. I don't know if that's the right answer. But it's weird that he hasn't, right? Like, I feel like if you're going to sign Bobby Webster, your boy, and you're going to sign Van Vliet and Obi and – um who, who, who am I missing? The other signing. OG Van Fleet. Who'd you say? OG. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. OG and, and, and Fred. And yeah. yeah, no, that's Fred Van Fleet. Yeah. Who else did they sign? I thought there's three signings. Oh man, you're blanking on. You oh, want me to bring out my, my, uh, my, my point uh, is, my point is you're making oh, oh, Aaron Bain. Aaron it's the big center, oh, Aaron. Yeah, that was the, what I was talking about. Anyways, I was wondering if we were talking about. I'm like, what is their sign? Yeah. But yeah. if if you're gonna make those signings, 
but you're not going to commit yourself? Isn't that kind of weird? Like, doesn't it say, hey, like, fine, I'm taking care of these guys. I'm taking care of my number one executive. Well, the season is three games old now. Like, you need to, like, you need to get on the pot or we need to move on. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand why he hasn't, like, why he hasn't committed to the team, the team that gave him the ring. Yeah, what it tells me is right now he's out of excuses to waste any more time. He had to sign his executives. He's done that. He had to sign the players. He's done that. He tried to sign one of the big name free agents, Harden, Giannis. That didn't work out, but that's done. His charities, the Giants of Africa, all of his outside work outside of the Raptors organization taking place in South Africa and wherever else, that took up a bunch of his time. That's pretty much over with now. Now we're in the crux of the NBA season. And just like you said, now it's time to sign that contract or we need to start thinking, where are we going? Where is Webster going to get it? What's going to happen? And I believe Masai, everybody thinks he might go to the Knicks. I think he has a life outside of basketball, politics, whatever. Maybe the commit first black commissioner of NBA. Who knows? Wow. But I see something big. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't oppose any of those things. If, if he's looking for life outside of the NBA, that's fine. Just let your boy know. Yeah. Just let your boy know. We move on. Nobody gets hurt. You know, this is like a, a, a yeah. bad relationship that nobody wants to say, you know, like, let's end it. Um, well, I just I just don't want him to act like a player doing contract issues like you're an executive. Like you don't need to pull a LeBron or a Kawhi and just drag us along all year. Like you're not a player getting a max contract, man. You're running the team. You're pretty much a god in the city. Like you said, just let well, us know. Come on. Who's not who's not kissing Masai Ujiri on the mouth? Who I am. You are. Who's not doing that? Everyone's I'll do it. That. I'll do it after you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, the other thing for me, like that, the bad with the raps is like they've lost their identity. They've been a defensive force, like one of the few teams that played defense in the league right now, and they lost that. And, I mean, they're not even losing games. Like they're getting embarrassed. I, I'm disappointed by the game, to be honest. I'm just I'm sad. What I mean, fine. The season's young. They look horrible. They look lost. No leadership. I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand people are just, if they're not ready, I don't understand what's going on. But they look, they look like a team without an identity. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And I said it on the other pod too. It's just, this seems like one of those in-between years, you know? It's just like you're saying, like, we've lost the identity that we had to win us a championship with that team. I mean, Abaka was such a huge loss. Gasol was kind of on the outs. I mean, his age, but losing both of them is so huge for us. Kawhi not coming back. We're not signing any big name right now. Nobody. So it's, yeah. So it, it's one of those things. It's like, are you guys going to, is Masai going to resign? And with Lowry, contract are you going to try and win another championship build around him before he retires or if not then just go full rebuild but don't do this middle of the pack thing that a bunch of teams just seem to want to do for the next 20 25 years the minnesota wild mediocrity you know what i mean just barely enough that coaches and executives keep their jobs for a decade but the fans they're not pissed off but they just they don't care there's no like yeah i I don't know. What, I don't know what the answer is when it comes to like identity. I mean, I'm sure they're still trying to figure out what they have. To be honest, I don't know. Well, they still have Lowry and a couple of captains. Yeah, okay, fine. But Lowry is tail end. I mean, listen. Like I, for years, I've been saying Lowry's done, and he's proven me wrong every time. But his better years are behind him. So hundred percent. So in this case. What do, what do you want to do? I don't I don't know I don't know what's going on with this team and I understand it's early but I just feel like it's not they're not, they're nowhere near where they need to be so if they're gonna be a bottom five team fine I rather they do it in this fucking weird ass year that it's gonna be for the NBA and the NHL and probably MLB but I rather they do it this year than a year that I'm all in on the team again you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I don't know. Listen, the, the oh. real true dumpster fire is the Clippers. <laughs> I can't wait to see what happens oh. with the Clippers. Kawhi, karma, baby, karma. 
Oh, elbow to the face. And you know what? I never even liked <laughs> Serge Ibaka that much. When they oh, go to really? Orlando, I'm like, okay, I guess it's an upgrade. I'm on board for it. You know, he had the personality that helped out quite a bit. But when he like skipped town first chance he had and and re-upped with number two, okay, whatever, Serge. Like, you do you, baby. I'm all good with that. But the fact that you took up Kawhi Leonard and the bench was dead, was dead against San Antonio. And San Antonio is an okay team, but they're not a blow you up by 51 points kind of team. So Serge, Kawhi. Who else on that team? Chauncey Billups still playing? I don't know. What, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, Paul Suck George. Yeah. yeah, like you guys. Like what? Where? What happened? What happened? Yeah, like you. Literally, history was made against you by Dallas, and they shit pumped you. The biggest oh, sorry, Dallas. Dallas, my bad. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, just unbelievable. I, I do not want the Clippers ever to win and i never cared about the clippers before and i actually don't hate the clippers i just want Kawhi to regret leaving for the rest of his life it's a simple request i'm a simple man anthony <laughs> it's, you know it's not that hard to figure out jesse uh, i agree and, and you know what it, it's so crazy right like the clippers have always been the laughing stock of the nba and i was like oh shit yeah you know it, it was always like for me I, I always as a kid got the clippers and the warriors mixed up First of all, I didn't even know California was nicknamed like the Golden State. Um, I figured that when I went to Los Angeles, like in 2015, and saw them license plates. <laughs> but um, so I didn't even know. Like I was like, "What is this magical state they're talking about? Is this Denver or something?" Yeah. And I, I always knew the Clippers were a joke, but this just goes to prove the Clippers are a fucking joke because their bench doesn't even want to be their bench. Their star players are like, I guess, I guess we'll make this happen. They have, they have a big three. Serge, Kawhi, and Paul are a big three. They can make shit happen. They won't, but they can make shit happen. Yeah, we're and by the way, uh, we're putting the Clippers in the good. Actually, <laughs> what's happening yeah, to them right now? That is yeah. a good. Okay, so do you have anything else to say about the Raps? Because I want to move on. No, we can move on. Okay. For me, the Blue Jays are in the bad. And the reason why the Blue Jays are in the bad is because free agency has been open for like two, three weeks now, maybe even longer. And they've done nothing. They've done nothing. They've got so much. And it's crazy because I like like the team right now. I feel like Kutchik is the only kind of question mark for me. I'm okay with Hernandez, Tio in the back. I'm okay with Goriel in the in right. So if you want to, if you want to do like a um, a rotation of Telez, um, Telez Guerrero and um, and Hernandez as a trio, like kind of like DH once every three days, and put those guys on the field, I'm okay with that. I like a lot of things. I only think like one or two holes. I like the idea of Brantley coming. I like the idea of Springer coming. I like the possibility of Lemayhu coming. I love all all that talk. But I don't think the Jays need necessarily more offense. They really need starting pitching. And there's a ton yeah. of starting pitching that's out there that they like Zach Granke, you don't want Granke to be your fourth starter or your third starter? <laughs> Why? Yeah. First off, you shouldn't have talked such a big fucking game that you were going to spend this year and then do nothing. So you put the target solely on your own back. Mm-hmm. And then newsflash for you, the entire AL East needs pitching right now. It is an arms race. So you need to go out there and sign somebody. This is such a massive hole that we have pitching. And like I said, everybody else is struggling, but we need to sign somebody. I want us to sign somebody. If we do not sign a big-name pitcher, right, I'm going to be pissed off. Like You said like, you were going to spend the money. Like I, I get it that there's not – like the Padres – who have been signing and trading every deal and dealing. They, 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 they have a deal for Blake snail for their yeah. top prospect. Like you're telling me Blake snail, Blake motherfucking snail. Isn't, isn't worth it. Now, like, let's just say like, uh, I don't know, Groshman, like whoever, like the Jays true, true top prospect is fine. Like the Jays are stacked when it comes to prospects. I'm not saying you need to necessarily give one, two, or three away. But you're telling me number four? You're telling me a shortstop or, or some bullshit? You can't make that deal happen? For Blake, and granted, the Jays aren't necessarily like geared up to be 
like championship caliber right now, but you have a fucking year to sign him. You have a fucking year to prove to him that you guys are ready to go more than his current team who just lost a World Series. Yeah. By their own admission, they want to be competitive. They're a competitive team. The kids now, they're starting to reach their prime, getting close to it. This is the year that we bring in a pitcher like that. And absolutely, nobody ever wants to give away our top prospect, our second best prospect. But if we land a big name by giving up a third, fourth, fifth guy who helps this Jays team get into the playoffs, play meaningful baseball, have a chance, you do it. You do it. Padres are doing old school baseball building of a team. Jays have Guerrero, Biggio, Bichette, Tasker is a little bit older, Teles is a little bit older, but you got guys that more or less you have control for at least five more years. Yeah. So you're telling me within five years, you can't develop one more top prospect. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense why you wouldn't want to make that happen. Want to make that happen, and it still blows my mind that you're not signing a guy like Zach Greinke for like fifteen and a half on a season or whatever he might eleven and a half, whatever he might be commanding as your number three. You got Ryu, who who you're gonna who's gonna be your number one. Pearson, who's probably gonna be your second or third, probably your, maybe your fourth. Like Trent, uh, Trent Thornton. Like you got you got you have a rotation. Shoemaker, like you have rotation, yet you're not, you're not even flexing a little bit. Like, don't you want the Yankees to be upset with you that you signed? Don't you want fucking Tampa Bay? Like, fine. He's probably not getting traded Tampa Bay because divisional rival, but that doesn't mean you don't get on the, on the Blake snail train and be like, Hey baby, like I'm going to flirt a little bit. And then next year when your contract's up, don't forget about me because you remember what this dick looks like. Okay. So like, that's what I'm (laughs) trying to say. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. Blake, check my it's, dick out. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we're saying. If you're listening, Blake, just check it out. Yeah. But and but it is, listening. yeah. And it's uh, it's so frustrating. I mean, management are obviously baseball fans. You know what the AL East is like. How unpredictable that this division is. How bullshit it can get within the span of two three years with Boston and the Yankees. Like this is your time. Like you're saying, it is a five year window before meaningful contract discussions and whatnot. Like. Go out for these guys. Like this is, and, and this young team with social media and everything. Now they could take this team, this city by storm, Anthony, if they were winning. Like everybody, the boys of summer would be back. Tell me what else is going to happen during the summer. Obviously, <sighs> I mean hockey will be wrapped by the middle, of the the first month of the summer. Mm-hmm. Basketball will be wrapped. You're telling me in after a global pandemic. This is a first summer where people are going to have a vaccine and be outside their house and not have to be like, you know, like a, a cockroach. You're telling me you don't want people buzzing? You don't want the, the, the Jays cap on? Like Jays merchandise is flying off because everyone understands that they're building a great team. But you're telling me you don't want to jumpstart that? Fine. Yeah. No games in Toronto this year? I get it. That's not great. But you're telling me you don't want to like get that juice flowing? Sign somebody, Toronto, please. I mean, just think about the, the television viewers you'd get this summer with a sick team. Like, you want to talk about money? We're run by a corporation. Guy, it's come on. Force the hand. Okay, you want to hear something crazy? Yeah. I have, an ex- I have a client who's an executive at Rogers. He was saying that out of all their avenues of, of money making they're in, the Jays are the second least profitable avenue of revenue that, that Rogers Communication has which is mind-blowing because they're a major league baseball team. It's, it's absolutely crazy that they don't even consider them like a great moneymaker because they, they have other avenues that make more money. That's, that's mind-blowing to me. Yeah, but that's – see, that shit just pisses me off too, man, because then there's no, no reason that corporations like that should even own the team. Like, just completely rip the soul out of a, a sport. But that's yeah. a completely different discussion. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the other, the other, the other, good. Are you, do you have any more Blue Jay talk? I know Mama Walks has her opinion on things, but do you have anything else to say? No, like we're, I'm excited when we're going to be getting Jay's talk going again. So, yes. uh, Pearson, I'm excited for, and I just want to see these young bats going. And Vladdy, the body's looking great, buddy. 
He's doing work, Shaft, baby. He's doing yes. work. Chef kiss, yeah. So that's a yeah. good flat body's a good. <laughs> okay. So right. um the other good I want to get, I want to jump on. It's gonna be a quick one. TFC in a season that was kind of garbage. TFC did something, just not enough. Um in a, in a throwaway year, they were contenders, but at the end, just pretenders because they couldn't pull the trigger. Although their star player, I uh, can't remember his name, is slipping my mind right now, uh, gained MVP. Hello? Sorry? Pozuelo? Yeah, Pozuelo. Thank you. Um, getting MVP, I think that's a pretty big deal. Uh, and maybe build towards next year. This year is so wacky because they're losing Bradley. Like they're losing, they're losing some of those core guys, not even core guys, those guys probably been on a team for like fucking forever, but, um, and that their head coach decided to walk, but they lost a lot of their 2017, uh, championship team. And I think it's time. Let's burn it down, rebuild it beautiful and get that kingdom back, baby. Yeah. So I'll start this. I couldn't come on here without a mama walk hot take. And this one is Greg Vanny is a traitor because Obviously, unbiased, you should never leave Toronto organizations for any reason whatsoever. Agreed. And why anybody would ever leave Toronto, asinine. With that being said, yes, I agree with you. It's time for a rebuild. 2026, that is the year that TFC is looking forward to. Not saying that it's going to take that long for us to have a good team or whatever. What I'm saying is the World Cup is coming. The spotlight is going to be on. Soccer, whether you hate it or like it, it is going to grow in this country no matter what. So now is the time. You're right. Rebuild. Let's get that youth development for TFC going. Let's bring in some hometown talent. Let's bring in another big name, maybe. Like, let's let's get this going. 2026, we should – I want us to be competing again for that year. A yeah, top I agree. team. I mean, it's they're, they're one of the most um, – they usually have the most high, the highest payroll in, a, in the MLS. There's no reason why they can't be back there. But I understand retool, rebuild, let's go. I'm in. So I, I wanted to put that out there for the TFC. I want to say thank you for not having a, a throwaway season. Thank you for being decent this season and giving us a little bit down in Orlando. Um, yeah, thank the you. Good, uh, the other, the other uh, bad I want to put out there, which, I mean, isn't a bad. It is a bad for me because I don't give a shit about football. But the Argos and the CFL coming back, I'm happy to see that a Canadian league is still is they stayed true to their word. It wasn't like we'll be back next year and then they didn't. So I'm happy to see that the CFL and the Argos are ready to throw spirals into the end zone and get a touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> I I I, uh, I know it's blasphemy, but I like NFL and CFL. I'm an Argos fan. I love pinball. That guy is just a great individual and the Argos went back to the classic boat logo. So mm-hmm. I might have to grab a T or a hat or something. Cause that is style. So Argos are actually getting it good for me. Okay. Um, now, I mean, Jesse, do you have anything else you want to put in this category? Wow. We've covered TFC. We covered the Argos. We covered Jays. I think what's left is possibly the ugly. Let's get into it. Now, I wish we had cool sound effects, but now the yeah. ugly. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is what I want. Bubba Sparks' ugly yeah. song playing right now. You ugly. The ugliest thing I have to say, it breaks my heart. And I lean back and I pull out this beautiful Toronto Wolfpack jersey signed by the first season Wolfpack Boys, a scarf. I might have to start using it. I, I am heartbroken to say the Toronto Wolfpack will not be playing this season and possibly never again. I'll give you a little rundown, Jesse. Um, after, I mean, COVID obviously affected a lot of people, and especially David Argyle, who is the, owner, well, the majority owner of the Toronto Wolfpack. Um, a lot of his businesses dried up during COVID, which hurt him and hurt the team quite a bit. He wasn't able to pay the team uh, and he reached out to other majority, uh, minority owners to see if they want to step up. They all declined. Then there was another, there was one of the mi- minority owners who stepped up and said, Hey, I will, I'll pay the team. I'll take the, take the reins. Um, I'll pay all, all the back pay, whatever we need to do. If you let us stay 
in Super League, which is where they're playing, which is the, the top league of uh, English rugby. Um, they said they wanted uh, they wanted some time to figure out if this was the right play for the league. They sat down. They had one deadline. I spoke to Liam Kay, star winger of the Toronto Wolfpack. He said there's a good chance. If they don't fuck it up, there's a good chance to let him stay. They, um, they postponed their announcement twice. So it ended up being like a month after they said they would uh, have an answer. And they declined the Wolfpack. Now, I'm lucky because one of, the client, one of my clients is Bob Hunter, who is the general manager of the Toronto Wolfpack. And he told me without – I stared right into his soul. <laughs> stared right into his soul to make sure he wasn't lying. He said they hired a lawyer to make sure they could do everything possible to make things, things work. They made sure that everybody who didn't get paid got paid with um, interest. He made sure that the league was going to feel good about this. They were changing all accommodations, everything they could. They had a list. They checked off everything off that list. They still got denied. The guy who had stepped up um, obviously backed off. That was the one stipulation he had. And Bob Hunter's exact words to me, he said, I would love to make this happen. There's no reason why this shouldn't happen in Toronto. There's a fan base. They're, they're getting more people than the Argos. There's no reason this shouldn't happen. It couldn't happen. And um, they were dead in the water. Those were his words, which broke my heart. I also have to look it up. What dead in the water? Mag, I, I, it obviously says what it says, but I was heartbroken to hear that. I was a day oneer for the, the Toronto Wolfpack. So it's not only is it an ugly day, it's... It's it's like it feels like a dead day. Yeah, it uh, it is heartbreaking. I mean, I was part of this podcast family when you were excited that the Wolfpack was coming and you were fired up. I mean, this podcast was going to have interviews coming. We were going to follow the Wolfpack. It's great. I I'm bummed whenever a Toronto team uh, doesn't work out and solid jerseys, great players. I mean, we had we signed uh, Sonny, right? Some big yes. signings. They were trying to get some news. news. Yeah, so it's just unfortunate it didn't work out. I really wanted to. Mama Walks did too. It's brutal. Heartbreaking, heartbreaking, my man. Um, you know, there's a lot. There's some talk of possibly there's a, a major league rugby league. Um, the same yeah. guys who started the MLS, but they play a different version of of rugby. They play play union, which is very popular with the collegiate sports, but it's not like necessarily like a an intention grabber, lower scores, less big hits, um, less like running of the field. It's more of like a, a small huddle game that happens throughout the field, more of a one-on-one battle kind of thing. Uh, so union is an ex- is a, as exciting as well as sevens, which is less players, more open field, a lot more scoring, a much quicker game. They don't play that style either. So they're kind of like, they really need to be there, but they're not giving it to them, which is heartbreaking. I wish it would happen. I don't know if it's going to happen. Oh, that is ugly as it gets, my man. That's unfortunate. And I watched the Sevens World Cup the other year. It was last year or two years ago. That was awesome to watch. I mean, rugby is a great game. I love throwing it on uh, the uh, British League Sunday mornings sometimes. Yeah. Just watching London. I Man, I'm trying to follow the rules. I don't always get it. But I'm a hockey fan from Toronto. So big hits. Guys just th- – those guys are tanks. Yeah. I was just watching them the other day. I think their thighs are bigger than my whole body, and I'm like 6'3". It's I unreal. Right. I think you're right. <laughs> it, 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 you it's, t- a, it's a sad day. It's, you never want to see a team die, right? No. And, and no. this is where it is. The, the team looks like it's dead. Um, I mean, like, the only Toronto teams that I can think of that have died, the Toronto Roadrunners, short-lived AHL team, yeah, they went to Edmonton after that, I think. Is that what, okay? Um, the Toronto Phantoms of the Arena Football League. <laughs> wow, I didn't even remember them. Yeah, it might have been a, a touch before your time. Um, the Toronto Toros of the WHA. Yeah. Um, there's one I'm missing. What was that, that soccer team that they had, the Lynx? The Toronto Lynx? I think those are, th- those are like, Come and gone, Toronto teams. We're sad to see you go. I'm heartbroken about the the Wolfpack. I They're hope. Back. I hope they do. I think they will. I think give it enough time. 
they they shouldn't have they shouldn't have left. It, it could have been preventable, like you were saying. So I think when it happens like that, and it wasn't just a team that died out, I think there's a definite chance they'll come back. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, all their all their players have signed elsewhere, so whatever happens at this point happens. And uh, fingers crossed that something great happens. Uh, Jesse, do you have a bad or an ugly? I should say. <sighs> And ugly. Well, I I know we talked about it a bit. It's still the ugly for me is the way the Leafs lost in that playoff bubble. That just pissed me off so fucking much, man. <laughs> you know, out of all series, that was the one that that most analysts or analysts couldn't. They could. They, they all flip flopped on that. It was you know when four plays five. That is always the hardest. That's always the toughest series. You know, the Leafs didn't necessarily play great, but Columbus probably just played a little bit better. It just looked like a typical Toronto Maple Leafs series as of late. I, they put in heart to come back. They get all our hopes up, and we're like, oh, the boys got it. And then the Game 7's happen. So, yeah, I, another bite. Yeah, I can be frustrated for as long as we talk about this. The other ugly... Just what COVID's done to the sports year for Toronto. Just been a brutal year. I know everybody can't wait for 2020 to be done. I hope 2021 is so much better. It's starting to at least look more positive. So let's get this year behind us. I agree with you. Um, I want to throw out, I didn't necessarily love the Raptors playing in Tampa. Um, I, I get it why, why you do that. You have Miami and Orlando already there. So the travel time's cut down, but I would have liked to see Toronto kind of adopt Buffalo as their American base, and I would like to, them to them to play out of the um, whatever they call the HBC Arena now. Um, I I would have liked to see that just be like, okay, our teams are just going to play, you know, five seconds from the border, and we're going to call it a day there. Um, the fact they went to Tampa kind of burns my ass a little bit. I just feel like it's like a little unnecessary, but it's fucking Florida. So the weather's nice. It's fucking Florida. So it's a ton of COVID cases everywhere you go. Yeah. Have, have fun boys. Get, get a tan on. It's not going to be the same as playing in Toronto. I, not that I want the. I obviously want the raps to do sick, but there, I think there could be a chance with it. Just like, is it really going to be home court advantage in Tampa for you? I mean, really, I know, like, I've seen the games. They've made the floor look the exact same. They have Tim Hortons and all the Canadian company sponsors. Their ads are going through. It looks, but it's not. not, And part of that ugly, by the way, is the government handling of sports in general. Thankfully, another ugly part was avoided, and we're going to have the Canada division and the NHL coming which right. I'm excited. I cannot wait to start playing teams eight, nine times in a row. We're going to have some real rivalries going. I'm telling you the group chat, we have an Instagram group chat. It's going to be insane because um, like all the shit talking, we got guys like, <laughs> who are flames fans, Oilers fans, Senator oh. fans, have fans. Like it's, it's going to be insane. This, this should have been in our, in our good, but um, I love the North division. I honestly think they should give out like a maple syrup trophy for whoever wins North division. Because, yeah, I should just do it anyways. Like, it, just do it. Yeah. No one's going to argue. You think the fucking central division of a whole bunch of buttfuck teams are going to give a shit that they gave a trophy out, a special trophy for the best Canadian team? I think yeah. they should just fucking do it every year. Like, <laughs> the fucking, like the MLS does. You know, like, have the Canadian Cup. The best Canadian team gets it every year. Second. 100%. Yeah. You got to wear flannel-type jerseys. It's a yeah. mystery Alaska style. Yeah. Full Canadian. Yeah. yeah I'm <laughs> you know what? You're right. We missed that. It's our bad that we missed that. But I love the Canadian division. I think it's going to be great for shit talking. I think it's going to be great for, I mean, it's, it's actually too bad that it's not live because could you imagine those games? I mean, you see them, but six, seven, nine, nine times a year. I mean, McDavid Matthews nine times a year. Okay, Matthews uh, line eight five and uh, nine times a year. It's Uh, unreal. You know what? I can't wait for everybody to realize how much Vancouver fans fucking whine all the time. Fuck Vancouver! (laughs) Oh my god! Here's here's my fuck list: Vancouver, (laughs) 
Montreal, <laughs> Ottawa. Actually, I don't even fucking hate Montreal. I actually like Montreal. Shut I'm up. sorry. Let me show you that. I don't like Montreal. I just don't <laughs> hate them as much as I hate the fucking Senators. Senators are my least favorite team. Vancouver, not far behind. Fuck Calgary. Really? Fuck, fuck, fuck. Winnipeg, Edmonton, yeah. cool. Montreal, you're okay. No. Hey, buddy, did I stutter? Fuck you all. Suck it. At least they're going to win the North. <laughs> I, you know, man, I'll tell you this. I really hope Leaf Montreal rivalry reignites this year. I want that bad. I don't care about Ottawa. I truly hate the Senators. Like, I, Anthony, you know this about, like, I hate the Senators. Oh, I hate the Senators too. We're going around camera. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I hate, like, I don't even care if the Senators fold. Everybody's like, you want to keep teams in Canada? No, I truly hate them. I, I want Ooh, them gone. Take it back. Yeah. Montreal, I hate, but I want them to stay in the league with us forever. I just never want them to win. And I always want to beat them. That's the That's difference between Montreal for me. I feel the same way. Oh, I hate Montreal, but man, Winnipeg and Vancouver fans get ready Eastern NHL team fans, because you're never going to hear so many complaints. Oh, like you guys think you're these big cities like Toronto and Montreal. I hate to tell you you're not Vancouver. Nobody gives a shit about you on the coast. Okay. Line. A, do you remember the, everybody talking about line a or Matthews line a or Matthews? What, oh, yeah. a, what a joke. Where, that where should be people. Would states. Patrick line a be a second or a third liner in Toronto right now with this roster. <sighs> Well, that's a tough one. As a chirp, I'll say second, third line. But at the same time, I mean, line A with Matthews would be nasty. So <laughs> it would be kind of nice. But I would I, say a third liner. Yeah. Okay. Third I mean, liner for the because, chirp. Yeah. It's only because the Leafs don't have great. I shouldn't say not great wingers. They don't have like line A caliber wingers. But well, when you're talking Marner, uh, Hyman, uh, Simmons. Your boy Robinson, yeah Robinson, but we all know how that's gonna happen this year. Anyway, 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 it was anyways. Let's not get too crazy, Jesse. Okay. Can we do? Can we do a Leaf talk? Can we do a hockey talk? Can we do a hockey town? Can we do something soon? I know you're busy. Hey, I'm always down to talk Jays or hockey with you. I was loving the uh, hockey talk you guys were doing. You and Chaloops, uh, those were some great episodes. So if I can fill the shoes every now and then, I'm proud to do it. You know, we, we try to keep some balance because because you and I are both Leaf fans. It makes it like we tend to team up on the Lonely Habs fan, the Lonely Order fan. I get it. But we're really smart. I, we're smart. That's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Um, okay, Jesse, do you have anything to add? Uh, just, guys, like I said, nothing but myths just came out. If you want to hear more of the Raptors talk, we went way more in depth with that. But again, I just cannot wait for hockey. It's all I'm thinking about. Let's go. Canada World Juniors. We're up two games. Absolutely shit pump Germany. That was an absolute joke. I I didn't even watch the end of the game. I was on my phone. It was like so I felt so bad. I didn't even know what to do. <laughs> um, you can find Jesse on the Wow I Had Mustard podcast. Um, Number one. Nothing but miss the new NBA podcast that just launched and had banger numbers to start so thank you for that mr walker um now nobody gets a fuck no it, now is it true that there's a possibility there might be a small spinoff from the mustard gang there's there's a chance there's a chance uh the boys are going full steam ahead we're having such a blast on the na30 network you've given us such a great platform that just to talk shit and for people to listen to us so we always love being a part of this family like you said we got mustard we got basketball they're taping tomorrow the season finale of show us your tvs which i will be a guest star on i cannot wait for that i'm hoping gooby lost the championship or he is going to be so unbearable next year it's going to be fucking brutal i'll quit okay i'll quit who's winning the super bowl oh let's go i said seattle before but i might say green bay i might say green wow. bay oh Does have a chance I think, yes, I, I called this on the show us your TD show. I think that after those losses, they just needed another win and they're going to be right back in it. So I think the Steelers are OK now. Big will Ben put on. The, oh. Will the Steelers dance if they win a championship? Nothing will stop Juju from doing that. I'm telling you right now, the attention that that man needs 
from social media, the hype, it, there is going to be a conga line of dancing if they were. All right, Ba. Listen, thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you, my man. Thank you for all the hours put in with the boys of Mustard, as well mm. as as well as show us your TDs, as well as the new show, uh, Nothing But Ness, Miss. Should be Boom Shakalaka. Uh, no, brutal. Boom Shakalaka <laughs> is amazing. I know, I know, because of that theme song, right? Yeah, I know. Like, what a call! What a call by Ba. NBA Jam. That was the theme song we use. Is it? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, that's where that's where Boom Shakalaka comes from, man. What are you talking about? He is heating up. Wow. Boom Shakalaka. Listen. Let's get the arcade game on. All right. With that being said, thank you so much for downloading, tuning in, and checking us out. That's Bob Walker. I'm Anthony Alhefe. This is The Good, The Bad, and Toronto. Toronto. Peace. Fuck me, right? Peace.